Hello, I'm Fiona Still, the Victorian State Manager at National Disability Services. Welcome to a short podcast series focusing on the promotion of job and career opportunities in the disability sector. This series will hear reflections from Tom Aberdeen on the opportunities in the sector not only to find meaningful work while studying, but through to longer term career opportunities. The introduction of the National Disability Insurance Scheme has seen an increase in funding within the sector. It allows people with disability to set goals and to pursue them in all aspects of their life. This in turn has seen an increase in the demand for services and in the development of new career opportunities. Tom has been undertaking a workforce promotion project in Victoria to highlight the breadth of work available. In this podcast, Tom will reflect on how he came to work in the disability sector. Hi, my name is Tom Aberdeen from National Disability Services, otherwise known as NDS. This is just a short presentation about my experiences in the disability sector. So we've all heard the old cliche about bring a broke student, eating two minute noodles every day and barely surviving on government payments whilst trying to study full time. <clears throat> Unfortunately, while it's a cliche, it's actually pretty accurate and it's rare to find a student with much spending money. This is the same for me. After year 12 finished, I got a job as a telemarketer raising funds for a charity over the phone, and while it paid the bills, I couldn't say it was great work. The shifts were generally 6pm to 9pm, so we were calling people in their precious evening hours, and more often than not, we didn't get a great reception, and I knew this wasn't the job for me. So in year 2000, I started a degree in social work, which is a four-year course, and so I started job hunting to try and get away from telemarketing. So one day I saw an advertisement in the local paper from a well-known and established disability residential service calling for support workers. So in other words, this was a group dwelling for individuals with a disability, which is known these days as specialist disability accommodation. Specialist disability accommodation, or SDA, is where a number of individuals, normally three to six people, will share a house and be provided with the support they need to get by, but generally with the aim of being as independent as possible and enjoying the home environment, just like anyone else. So some houses like this will have people at home all the time, although in most cases the residents will go off each day to work or to some other routine, and there'll be no one around during the day. I knew nothing about disability apart from having done a couple of compulsory days during school, but it did sound intriguing and something I hadn't ever done before, so I sent off my resume and I got an interview. The interview was unlike anything else I'd ever done. Instead of the manager or the team leader asking the questions and running an interview, it was the residents themselves that ran it and asked all the questions they wanted to know the answers to. And I think it was about just that time that I realised that the men and women asking me these questions were just like me, and they valued their home life, and wanted to make sure that the people supporting them were a good fit. It hit me that this could be really something cool, and unique and fulfilling, to help these folks live a full and rich life. The interview was great, and I got the job. All I can say is that this was the perfect job to do while studying. During the day, the residents of the house were all out doing their various routines and activities, and the shifts didn't start until 3pm, so I was able to get to uni, get to my lectures and shoots during the day, and then be finished in time to get to the house and help the residents with their dinner, their evening routines, and getting them to bed. And when I did sleepover shifts, I was often able to get an hour or two of study in before hitting the sack myself. Then up in the morning, assisting with brekkie and getting everyone ready for the day, and me going off to uni. It was absolutely tailor-made for my purposes. 
The weekends were fantastic. We'd often do really cool stuff um, off to various places. So in summer, we'd go to the beach, go walking in the national parks, up in the Dandenongs, um, grocery shopping as a group for the week ahead, and even stuff like going off to movies and gigs and, and other fun activities. And again, the shifts were varied, so there was lots of time for study during the weekend. Watching the residents enjoy themselves in the community was really satisfying, and helping them to be independent at home was also great because I knew that the skills I was helping them with would benefit them for the rest of their lives. Before long, I was given extra tasks, such as training new staff, doing some of the paperwork and reporting, and other high duties, and I also became the key worker for one of the residents. So this was basically a special relationship where I kept track of that individual, um, sort of spoke to them every now and again just to make sure they were okay and responded to any problems or issues that they had to make sure they were happy and healthy at home. So I guess my point there is that there is definitely room to grow professionally within residential settings into the team leader or into managerial duties and beyond. In fact, that's the case in disability in general. There are really good career pathways in all facets of the sector. During university breaks between semesters, I picked up extra shifts and was able to earn enough money for my own holidays and nice things, and I finally broke that cliche of the struggling, starving poor student. Before I knew it, I graduated and I set out on my own professional social work journey. But the story doesn't end there. After I graduated from uni, I spent a few years as, as a social worker in the fields of mental health, drugs and alcohol and aged care. But the years I spent in disability were always in the back of my mind. When I returned to Melbourne after working as a social worker in London for a couple of years, I knew exactly what I wanted to do, return to disability. So that's what I did, and that was nearly 15 years ago. So I've now worked as a disability worker in day services, residential, I've been a case manager, I've been a local area coordinator, I've been a support coordinator, and now I'm in my current role with NDS. And those early days of being a support worker turned into my career, and I couldn't be happier. That same path is there for you too if you want to give it a shot and I can guarantee you'll be glad that you did. So that's it. Thanks for listening. Uh, for more information, have a look at www.carecareers.com.au which has loads of great information about working in disability. I hope this has been informative for you and good luck with your own disability journey. All the best. Thanks, Tom, for that great reflection on your journey from looking for a way to support yourself while studying and how it has led to a rewarding career within the disability sector. To hear other NDS podcasts, including those in this workforce promotion series, go to nds.org.au forward slash SDP. Thanks for listening.